Hey everybody, this is Brent Ingersoll and you are listening to the Speaking of Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you joining us today. I think you're going to enjoy it. We're continuing our conversations about marriage and our couples therapy series with my wife Melanie and myself. And today we sit down with uh, two different couples that are so, so precious and important to me. Uh, we sit down with Andy and Carrie Broad and Dan and Linda Lamus, and we talk all about bringing just real health and integrity and strength to our relationships. And I think you're going to enjoy it. We talk all about values. Here it is, our conversation. Check it out. Today, yeah. we are talking about the chapter called uh, Don't Settle for a Hollow Easter Bunny, which granted, <laughs> I had no idea what that was about until you had to read yeah. the chapter, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they were talking, though, about really about the substance and the value system of your marriage and whether or not mm-hmm. it's it's able to stand up to pressure and use the, the analogy. And I mean, we're fresh off of Easter. We're, I'm still eating my kids' Easter candy <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. They're not. They're not. They're not watching. Go watching this show. <laughs> Alex, Alex is like, wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> He's checking his stash. You were supposed to be in bed, young man. Yeah. yeah. Why are you up? Isn't that the ultimate parent judo thing when your kid catches you on something and then you flip it back oh, yeah. on them? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Why are you awake? The better question is, <laughs> not why I'm eating your candy. <laughs> so he talked about the two, the difference between a solid and a hollow Easter money. And it's possible that just at a glance, you wouldn't be able to tell whether one was solid or one was not. And it's not mm-hmm. until you squeeze it that you know what it's made of, which was a kind of a cool, mm-hmm. cool analogy. And he, 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 they used that, you know, to, to speak to marriage mm-hmm. and revealing the, the pressure, the pressure revealing what it's actually made of. And they told, they told a story that, didn't really have anything to do with marriage, but I thought it was funny, and it definitely showed the analogy of, you know, when it rains, it, it pours. Mm. The story of Dan Ryland killing every pet in that, that was person's crazy. house, yeah. except for the old St. Bernard, if you haven't read it. It's kind of funny. Um, but I was thinking, have you guys ever had an experience where it's just like water falling through your hands and just stuff keeps going, going south on you quite like that? I probably should have prepped you with that with this question, but mm. there's got to be something. Mm. I think for us, would be just like actually a couple months before Christmas, where my kids kept getting hurt. I had hospital oh, yeah. visits, yeah. a broken arm, and then yeah. surgery, and then stitches, yeah. it never and staples. It was it was and a you lot. Sliced your hand mm-hmm. open. Yeah, it was a I lot. I locked the keys in the car when I was trying to mm-hmm. run home. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that was a that was the Christmas Eve services, yeah. I think. Yeah, and then family even at our Christmas party, family party. Yeah, yeah. Max open. You guys were at the ER. Uh, like I started, the, the doctor started to recognize me. Yeah. Oh, here comes oh, broad. Yeah. <laughs> here comes broad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does seem like that though. It does seem like that in marriage though. Like the, that stuff comes in waves. When it rains, it yeah. pours. Or like yeah. we always, so, like sometimes like it'll be stressful things. But a lot of the time it'll be like financial things, and it's not like mm. one appliance goes. No, you ever like notice that? It's yeah. like yeah. all of them at once. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, and okay, yeah. yeah, we just had to buy all the things today, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it's like, those are, it, it is uncanny how that stuff just sort of yeah. rolls on you. Yeah. But the big idea was this, uh, like basically that adversity and pressure and pain is actually inevitable and in that you, when you're tested, it's going to reveal what you're really made of. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that in our day, you, you, you do see a lot of maybe you know, those of us who have been in the church, especially, we've been married for a while. We've seen a lot of, frankly, we've seen a lot of marriages fail. And you really can't tell 
you know, at a glance, whether whether somebody's marriage is built to last or not, right. yeah. mm -hmm. until you see, you know, until they go through life. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of people, people marriages end, where I was like, I can't believe that that, that happened, mm -hmm. like that, because they seemed so happy, mm -hmm. right? They seemed so happy. They seemed like, and then you know, some things happen in their lives, and yeah, and, and mm -hmm. looks looks can be deceiving. I think one of the questions I want to just start out with, though, and I ask you guys, is why, why is it that we're tempted? Like, what is it that makes us in marriage almost convince ourselves that, like, to pretend that we don't have problems or we want to avoid them instead of identifying them and working on them? Like, what is it that causes us to, to feel the need to project the image of health instead of actually building real health? You mean to each other? In uh, yes and yeah. and beyond, like yeah. just that, like mm -hmm. I'd rather look the part than actually right. be. Because we've seen the opposite too. We've yep. we've seen people that actually look like they don't like each other all that much, <laughs> but they last yeah. for the ages. Yes, yes. Yeah. you know. Yeah, totally. So, mm -hmm. and what is that thing yeah. that in us that makes us want to project? Mm -hmm. The as long as I look like the Easter Bunny, we're going to be out. That's that's really my main thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dealing with conflicts not easy. So a lot of yeah. people don't. Um, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to, to deal with conflict. Yeah, the superficial, mm -hmm. that's a great point. Like the superficial yeah. stuff is actually easier to sort of just put out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, real, real health takes a lot of work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Like yeah. foundation works mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, there's always something that like, I think it's like the whirlwind of life. Like there's, our, there's so many things that you have to deal with on a daily basis that need your attention now. And so mm -hmm. it, sometimes forces you those big things to kind of push off to the side because it's not you don't feel like it's at crisis mode yet and I need to figure out this situation right now I need to deal with the kids right now we needed to figure out life right now yes. and so we start mm -hmm. to push off those bigger things yeah. because it, it's it's not the thing that's like right in front of your face necessarily yeah. mm -hmm. or it's such a it's such a big like ongoing project that you can't solve it in a day yeah. or in a moment yeah. That's better way saying. and so like it, mm -hmm. like we tend to focus on the like the quick fixes or the things or yep. like the the tyranny of the urgent yeah right? like what what's right in say. front of us right now yep. and then this is such a big thing that's like oh i need to tackle that project maybe someday or work on my marriage someday but and then you mm -hmm. just kind of never get around mm -hmm. to it yeah right? that's that is a great point like we it is overwhelming, right? Like it's easier to just knock off a small task. You know, we, we, a lot of us in our jobs, we face that. Like I face that at work sometimes. Like when I got to prep a whole new sermon, I'd rather just do a bunch of email because yeah. I can just I can just knock that out, right? You feel good and, about it. Yeah, I, I did something, but I really don't have the energy to do right. that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's huge. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead, Dan. Well, I was yeah. going to throw in. I think I think uh, a lot of people deal with with shame. They don't want to be found out that what's behind the mask is actually not good enough. Right. Mm -hmm. And people don't know if they could handle that. Because, mm. uh, yep. you know, so people wear around uh, their game face a lot of times. You know, if, if I can project the image that my marriage is doing fine, mm -hmm. then nobody's going to poke around. Right. Mm. And even though I already feel insecure about some things, if nobody else is poking away at that, I don't have to admit that I'm actually kind of ashamed of myself anyway. Mm. Mm. We're just not comfortable. Though everybody deals with it, yeah. it's amazing. We still all put the yeah. game face on. Yeah. That's been one of the big revelations, even as we've done this over the last few weeks. Like you've had some people come up, like just comment about. Yeah, you know, just... yeah. Some ladies have come up to Carrie and I both and just said, 
it's so good to know that we're not alone. Like every marriage struggles. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. not and your marriage, unusual. Yeah. Particularly. Because mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they only, and that's one of the challenges of pastoral ministry, especially, is they only see the superficial part of our lives. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. like, and if we wanted to just project an image mm -hmm. all the yep. time, we could. Mm -hmm. And so, yep. so we, don't, we don't live in close enough proximity with a lot of the people in our church. So, mm -hmm. yeah, just that, that taking the guise of, of health, like, that every you know every you're, you're the only marriage that struggles mm -hmm. yeah. uh, away mm -hmm. is huge for yep. sure. Well, yep. and like you have to get to a point where you first of all you admit it to yourself that there's an issue, right? Which mm -hmm. is takes a lot of work. But then like getting to a point where you admit it or try to bring it up to some like to your partner, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. that, like that's that's terrifying. Like mm -hmm. if there's an issue going on and to like pull out and say I think this is an issue and I think we need to deal with it, and you they might be like feel like that you're crazy, that right. you're completely blindsiding them, or just making something an issue that's not, and mm -hmm. or then you have to deal with it too. Yeah. And so it's mm -hmm. it's not only for a projection, but just also <laughs> for each other. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. you, mean, you, have, you mean you have an issue? <laughs> yeah. We can't have an issue. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. 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 It yeah. does require like vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it's going yeah. to require work. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that's one of the that's two huge reasons why mm -hmm. we just avoid this stuff. Sometimes it's just easier to pretend everything's fine than actually deal with it too. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you can just go on your day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. and you don't have to actually dig in and deal with the deeper issues. Yes. Yeah. So that requires work, mm -hmm. yeah. effort, and it's yeah. hard. Yeah, and you're already exhausted. And, right, you know, just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. 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 Or even mm -hmm. figuring out what is, like, what is the issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it all it, takes it, work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like maybe dudes are more apt to do the whole sweep it under the rug thing than women even. I could be wrong, but I'm curious mm -hmm. what you guys think. But like, I feel like with guys, we're more we're more apt to just be like, oh no, it's fine. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to mm -hmm. deal with that right now or talk about that right now. Like the whole hollow versus a solid Easter bunny thing, feel like it's easier for guys to prop up a hollow mm -hmm. Easter bunny yeah. than, mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. women, typically, yeah. right? Like that we're a little more surface level sometimes, or a little more like the vulnerability piece that you were just saying. Like it's mm -hmm. it's harder for a guy to actually be vulnerable and talk about have the hard conversations yeah talk about yeah. The hard things there are definitely some different dynamics at play there though because I, I think of us though like i if there's I an issue the avoider yeah i and i i'm yeah. on it like flies on <laughs> bees on <stuff>. honey <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i just I, I i'm easily irritated as you might have found out what um, this is shocking yeah, but no you but like that, our person are you probably have though in your relationship one person who's mm. more more conflict oh, yeah. averse sure. but but i think at the end of the day it just takes hard work but mm -hmm. the the promise on the other side is like the the vitality and durability of a marriage that really has done the work to yeah. to to build itself on foundations there's a yeah. there's a big idea they kind of hit there early on a couple quotes once you read them though yeah couples who don't build their marriages on something solid will fall with a great crash the difference is in our foundations that was a good one. And another one, uh, we often want to blame what's falling apart in our lives on the strength of the storm, but in truth, everyone's life experiences storms. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, how have you guys seen pressure and adversity like reveal maybe the, the, the truth about where you're at? Have you guys, have you guys mm -hmm. seen that? Like, mm -hmm. you know, they, they were talking about how Again, it's, you're going to be exposed once a certain degree of mm -hmm. yeah. 
stuff comes at you. You know, have you guys have you guys seen that in your relationships? Just how adversity reveals reality. That's a great question. I think I think where I would go first is to say. Um, if people knew us, I don't know whether Linda or I would appear more independent. We both tend to be kind of independent people, but I think probably Linda's more independent than I am, though I might want to project that I'm, that I'm the more, you know, mm -hmm. I'm the more uh, independent one. But what, where it shows up for me is it surprises me how much I need her company. Right. Like if pressure means uh, that that all of a sudden she can't give her attention to me. I'm surprised at how fast I'm pouting about it, mm -hmm. how fast I'm, I'm yeah. you know, shutting down or getting quiet. And that's, that's where it shows up for me. Right. I'm like all of a sudden feeling <gasps> like mm -hmm. we're going to lose our connection. And that's what scares me. Yeah. And I don't know what it is for you, but um, she kicks into uh, like take care of it, fix it mode where I want to avoid it and maybe that creates distance, but in pressure that tends to happen to us because uh, we kind of go in opposite directions. Like yeah. you, you want to say, okay, what do we need to do to fix it? I'm like, I don't know, let's go out for dinner. Like, yeah. <laughs> eat. I, yeah, I want to go do something. I don't want to fix the situation. And yeah. so that's what happens to us, I think. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't, of course, I didn't realize that when we were first married, it took some years for that to really show. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah, I do that under pressure. I really do. Uh, likely, likely, you know, back to the old adage of like opposites attract. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hearing mm -hmm. you guys, and and we would be the opposite. I'd be more like Linda, and she'd be more mm -hmm. like you. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I I think there's a a God given, God designed mechanism though that actually is forcing us to have to deal with conflict, mm -hmm. you know, for the better kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like to actually, it's going to give, those contractions are actually gonna give birth to a stronger marriage mm -hmm. if we don't, if we don't retreat into ourselves. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. don't let them repel. Yeah, because that's, yeah. that's, that's what the storm wants to do, or mm -hmm. like that's how we wanna to react to those storms. Mm -hmm. We wanna retreat into ourselves and use our own kind of coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. And as a married couple, though, we actually need to leverage one another's strengths mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and hold each other up in maybe our, our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And we, I, I've found, like, some of the challenges we've faced, like, I, I look back over the, the years and think I wouldn't have handled that. I wouldn't have handled that as well on my own. Mm -hmm. Like, even the season we're in right now, like, you've been such a compliment to my ability to cope. Mm. Right. And I probably would say vice versa, mm -hmm. like the ways that I'm equipped to cope and deal with things, I actually help you. Mm -hmm. And the way that you're, you deal with things actually helps me mm -hmm. if we won't, if we don't retreat into ourselves right. mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. put up kind of barriers that, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, we're, you're save yourself, you know, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. I think that's the, that's the gift in conflict. And that's a gift when you go through trials and storms is mm -hmm. it actually can. Right. It's, it's discipline, right? Like what's mm -hmm. it saying? Um, is it Hebrews? Like nobody likes discipline at the time, but mm -hmm. after it's done its course, basically yep. it, it, reaps, a, it yeah. reaps a reward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I, um, the, you know the, 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 the diagram that you often use in premarital counseling of the triangle, you know, God is at the top <coughs> angle of the triangle, yep. then the mm -hmm. husband and wife are at the bottom angles. 
It's funny to mention uh, Kevin because I remember listening to Kevin do a talk on marriage years and years ago. He was talking about when he and Marsha were first married. Um, he felt his job was to help Marsha get up the her side of the triangle. Right. Oh my God! Yeah. Come on up here with us. Like the closer you get to God, the closer you be to each other. He's like trying to help Marsha go. Okay, be you know you got to come up the triangle. Right. And it took him years to realize. No, that's not my job. <laughs> I'm supposed to go up my side of the triangle. She does hers. Yeah. Um, but I remember telling uh, a friend of mine the summer before Linda and I were married, I remember telling him, because you know, God has always been really at the center right from the start of our marriage yeah. a million years ago. You know, <laughs> when we were dating and when we were engaged, we were like, nah, you know, God's got to be the center of that. And I remember explaining that to a guy I was working with. And this guy was, was a follower of Jesus. But I was telling him how I would never want to get married unless God was at the center of it. Hmm. Because I, knew, I know that a marriage would not succeed without that. I wouldn't dare get married without that. And he looked straight at me and he said, I would never get married with that attitude. Wow. Like wow. he could not understand how I could have the confidence to get married if I didn't think our marriage would survive without God. Like wow. he completely misread what I meant. Right. But I think that's a misconception with people. I think to have a good marriage, you have to be strong enough to have a good marriage. Yeah. And really, it's the dependence on, on God yeah. under pressure. Like I think that's given us a lot of room to, mm -hmm. to not feel like we have to be perfect under right. pressure because we always have that. I just want to throw that in there. Yeah. Like it really mm -hmm. is yeah. the presence, that third presence in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you know it's always there. Like you, it's always there for you to fall back on. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so it does it allows you not to repel each other. That's kind of where I was going. Yeah, mm -hmm. it gives you that confidence to stay in, because even if I'm imperfect, we're we're still okay. Right. It's not a, mm -hmm. it's not on me all the time anyway. Mm -hmm. But yeah. and, and we'll, we'll loop back around more on yep. this in a few minutes. But when you when you do take that that centering presence out, and, we'll, and again we'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll get to that, but. And you get just back with these two people trying to make it work. You can, you know, you, it's interesting, mm -hmm. interesting you bring up the, you know, my job's to help her get up the triangle. <laughs> yeah. You can, like, very quickly look at how they deal with it as the problem or how yes. they deal with life as the problem. Yes. And, and, I mean, we've both joked to each other that, you know, like, I'm here to keep you grounded or I'm here to, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's like there's a, there's a half sort of, messed up truth in there that I think we do let ourselves believe that, you know, mm -hmm. if, if, if I'm not, if I'm not there for Andy in this way, then he's going to go off into the, right. into the weeds, you know? Right. And it's like, you're not, we're not God for each other, right. you know? Yeah. Like he's, he, that shaping role is his alone. And our job is to like, again, humble ourselves and yield to him and yield to each other in such a way that allows Mm. That, that strength. He, Jesus talked in Matthew 7, they quoted the Matthew 7 passage about, you know, the wise and foolish builders, which mm. is interesting, the timing, because our church is even going through that same conversation about building mm. on the rock and values and the rain comes down and the streams rise. Mm -hmm. And basically the workmanship's going to be revealed right. after, after that. Um, and then they talk about just like the foundations, putting it together. And, you know, when I was thinking about this, though, we don't come into our, you know, our relationship, like, in a vacuum. And we don't come in without baggage or without, like, pre-existing foundations, generational foundations. Mm -hmm. And, like, how, how is your guys' upbringing, you know, and you bring, you bring the, the foundations you grew up in and, and try to put those together. How did that, 
Were there some, were there some mm -hmm. friction? Was the, the tectonic plates kind of working together <laughs> easily or how did that work for you guys? Yeah, I mean, so with Andy and I, we come from very drastically different backgrounds. And so for us, it was bringing like completely two different worlds um, together and, and, uh, and just, yeah, there's just the baggage that comes along with that. And, and I feel like I brought, obviously brought probably more baggage than Andy did, but there was a piece, a big piece that I needed to learn to get over is that like, I just for, for a long time felt like, like he was marrying down hmm. and that like, I wasn't measuring up wow. to what, like who he who he needed or who he could be and he just felt like he was more mature than me and reacted better than I could and and just understood life better mm -hmm. than I did and and I was like out for a fight and to protect myself a little bit more than I should have been and then just but Andy just having the patience and, and the grace the grace in that to to help us to work through that and just for me to get to a point where I could trust that like mm -hmm. it, that was what a lot of it was is just learning trust like you mm -hmm. think oh when you're married the trust is there completely and right. like life will be perfect yeah mm -hmm. and that's not it's learned that's not true right. and mm -hmm. and but it was that was a long hard process for me and on it like if I'm completely honest if the right storm comes right it's hard for me not to revert back to that mm -hmm. yeah. yeah we all do eh? yeah. like yeah, yeah you're mm -hmm. totally right mm -hmm. yeah yeah what about, what about you guys as far as your did you guys your upbringing did that yeah. was there a lot, a lot of early alignment or was there like were there differences in what you're coming to the table with that you had to work out early Boy, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's really interesting because we were just, we were super young when we, when we, yeah. when we're still we super young. We, we're still super young. Uh, yeah. And I, and I was far from home. I grew up Southern New England. We met at Bible college in Sussex, New Brunswick. And, uh, so I was feeling like, and I was, I was happy in, in that situation. I was happy to have moved away from, uh, my hometown, just not because of my family, but because of other things going on. I was happy to be far away going to school. And uh, Linda was arriving at Bible college from a, from a background of not really... Yeah, like brand new Christian three days later. Right? Um, Culture I, shock. I didn't... Right. Yeah, Dan basically discipled me, really. And so we were good... Yeah. We became good friends. Yeah. He formed you in his image. And uh, <laughs> good friends and dated later, but mm. yeah. Yeah. So I think in some mm. ways we were, we really, mm. we really went into marriage thinking we, we want to build something brand new. Like both of us were kind of in that mindset of, well, we don't know what marriage is going to be, but we want it to be awesome. Um, but, but our, I came from a big family. Linda's family was a was a, one. She had one sibling. She has one sibling, and mm -hmm. I had I had uh, three sisters and a brother, which she's really grateful for. The that I grew up with sisters, right? You always yeah, say huge that. difference. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. If you, when did when yeah. did you hit your? So we didn't actually get your guy's story. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. we just jumped right in. So like, your A zone. You met you met at you know Bible yeah. college. Yeah. Quickly, kind of. Yeah, yeah. This is a thing. Yeah. Here we go. When did 
when did B Zone sort of become a reality, and what were the? Yeah, we were talking about that. I think yeah, it was we were after when kids started. When kids, along. Yeah, I think kids when kids came along, that was the big thing for us because our yeah. first, you know. Five, five years, years of marriage, we uh, we traveled for a Bible college. We were like in ministry greenhouse, you right, know what I mean? Like right. we were living the dream. Like we were going to all the youth conferences, youth camps, yeah. churches. Just fun. I didn't have you to know? cook. Yeah, yeah, we were traveling <laughs> for the college, so that no. That was fun. We didn't have to, yeah. You know, it was kind of a, it was really kind of a dreamland. And then mm -hmm. when children came along, when, when our first child came along, uh, we couldn't travel together. Well, we did a little bit, but Linda had to yeah. stay home more. Right. Yeah. So she was all of a sudden off, off the road. So her mm -hmm. whole identity was doing this thing on the road. And now you were staying home, mm -hmm. taking care of a child. Right. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. when that's yeah, when the, the the B zone came for us. Yeah. It just mm -hmm. kind of hit. Um, yeah. There's mm -hmm. there is no pressure like adding a child to the. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like, like a lot of people have said that yeah. their B zone yeah. started Fire. when they yeah. had kids. Yeah. 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 The world doesn't revolve around right. me. What yeah. the heck? I honestly yeah. have difficulty thinking back on how do we ever have any problems or difficulties before we had. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> you know, so, yeah. like, it's so easy. What you, on go, Earth? you had to go find yeah. something. Were we looking yeah. for stuff to fight yeah. about? Yeah, exactly. So self-absorbed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was the opposite. Fight about something. For us, it, it was, was the opposite. opposite. Like yeah. It was like, uh, if we're going to survive this, we have to work together. So let's get over our differences. Yeah. And yeah. Let's do this, yeah. you know. So yeah. that's, that's true. that is that is for us. It was different, but mm -hmm. I do think when you have a kid, like you know, I've made the observation before, like when you have a child, the child in you has got to leave. Mm. You know, yeah. like mm -hmm. that one one kid enters the world and another one exits. Yeah. Like that's the moment that yeah really that's right really forces yeah but that's good. It 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 will reveal that certain storms will reveal like. Some storms don't rattle the deep foundations, right? Like some, some trials in life, they'll, they, might, they might shake the hatches a little bit or blow the door open or, you know, break a window. But then when you get there are times in life, though, that are so, so difficult that you, if you aren't aligned on the foundational pieces, you're, you're going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. and I think that's really what Jesus is getting at with like building on the rock. Like if you aren't aligned and, and you know, Kevin and Marsha get into talking about like, and, and you started us into that, like the idea of being Christ centered mm -hmm. as a couple. And that was one thing for us, even though our first year was a little bit tough, you know, the main things we agreed on. And we agreed on the big things. The we big had the things. same values for our foundation. Mm -hmm. the, in the foundation, we had a lot of different values in the house. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the foundation was locked, was, mm -hmm. was aligned yeah. on the big things. And that makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. yep. I think the, the th I was thinking, and this isn't in the chapter, but I'd love to throw this out for discussion because I think we have a lot of people that might be tuning in that you might have somebody who is a believer and somebody who isn't or somebody who, mm -hmm. like in your guys' case, you're both believers, but one is very new at it. Mm -hmm. You know, I know we've got a lot of folks that are like, mm -hmm. you know, individuals that their spouse has been serving the Lord for a while and you're just warming right. up to it. Yeah. And like, it's just yeah. becoming a thing that you're like, I think this is a thing for me too. Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah. the Bible talks at length about being like, talks about, not at length, but it references this idea of being equally yoked, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I guess the question I would have is, you know, what advice or hope or encouragement would you give to the couple who are discovering or have discovered the hard way even that we actually on the big things have very different 
mm. different mm -hmm. foundations that we've got to figure out what to do with here. Yeah. 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 Listening is huge. Mm -hmm. Like everybody thinks they're a good listener. Uh, but, but really that ability to really hear, really communicate back to your spouse that you have heard them. Uh, like when tension comes, and I think even conversations about faith, um, you know, say, say you're a person of, of pretty intense faith and your spouse really isn't there right now, and they say something and you feel like it's a real, a real shot at your faith and you feel offended, what are you going to do with that next? Yeah. I would just really encourage people, learn some good like, communicating skills concerning mm -hmm. listening, like reflective listening. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, uh, hey, that thing you just said, that really, that really stirred something up in me, and, I, and I'm, I'm upset about it. Mm -hmm. We talk about it, you know, and then just mm -hmm. take some time to actually say, here's what I heard you saying when you said that. You know, just that reflecting back and forth, learning to listen better. And, and I mm -hmm. think, I mean, it may not seem super spiritual, but communication is so huge in faith issues like really hearing each other. Um, and, and I think, I know for, for Linda and I, um, speaking of back, you know, family backgrounds that influenced us, in, in my family, communication was a lot of inferred stuff. We, you know, it was about the tone of your voice. And mm -hmm. my mom was a big stickler on your facial expressions. Like she'd get angry with me because of the way I twisted my face. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't really have any idea. But it was a very intuitive ho household. Mm -hmm. So communication was, it, it just kind of flowed. And it just kind of, and so I would hold Linda to these standards and communication. She'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'd say, well, the tone when you just said that. Yeah. Goes, tone? What the heck does yeah. tone have to do with anything? You want to see tone? Yeah. I'll, be, tone. I'll show you. Some. But in her household, it was just straightforward. If you mm -hmm. have something you've got to say, make it clear, quick, let's get to it. And, let's, and it was just, that was communication. So if yeah. we weren't on the same page faith-wise, I could see where that would be a real problem. Right. Because mm -hmm. yeah. faith is such an emotional thing. So I, I just want to yeah. say, so learn, if you, if you, everybody can work on their listening mm -hmm. skills. Yes. That's yeah. huge. Just yeah. learning to listen better. That is. And it takes it away from the God conversation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you're together, so you're going to have to make Yeah, you this could work. really confuse that. Yeah. Like, you could just be yeah. poor listeners. You could be poor communicators, and you think it's about your faith. Yeah. No, you just suck at listening, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know, just, just to... Yeah. That, is, that is a huge... But I, I, there's always going to be, and I think, on something as huge as do you believe in Jesus as Lord or not? Yeah. There's always going to be in the, the image of, of being unequally yoked is like a, a yoke of oxen mm -hmm. and like one of them's really strong and one of them's not. And right. what that's going to do is it's going to push. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be pushing. Mm -hmm. And that's just a reality. And so when you use the, mm -hmm. the communication advice like that, it's just, that's going to be absolutely critical to make to make mm -hmm. that work. I mean, people have people have indeed made it work. And I think there's mm -hmm. actually a lot of. Um, talk in the scripture about like God's grace through mm -hmm. the believing yeah. partner, mm -hmm. yeah. right? That actually Absolutely. there's, there's things that God's doing in your marriage. Even, you know, it's definitely better that you are both aligned in this, but God has, mm. God has grace and access yeah. to a marriage because you are one flesh, mm -hmm. you know, and there might come a day in eternity where, you know, like there's a, there was an unbelieving spouse that in the end, you know, the Lord, the Lord swooped in because you had a praying wife or you mm -hmm. had, you know, and 
you're gonna you're gonna yeah. be thankful that 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 irritant to you was actually uh, something mm -hmm. a, the grace of God in your life that you married mm -hmm. into. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I but absolutely love that. I, I also think it's important though that for that spouse, like if there's a spouse that is a believer, maybe one's not that two things like one it's not their job just like the same idea of like trying to yes that like it's not your job to save them right and mm -hmm. and like you're putting yourself in the place of who god is if That's you right. do that mm -hmm. and that um and so which is i think hard to shoulder but to like can remind yourself that that it's not your job yep. but in that faith isn't a weapon like it shouldn't be a bargaining mm -hmm. chip. Like I think That's so right. often people get caught up in, well, if I just get them to church and so then it becomes this fight. And so then the mm -hmm. husband or the wife like will come to church because their spouse wants them to, yeah. but it's it's done in such a, a backwards broken way that it actually could cause more damage yeah. in the long mm -hmm. run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean, yes, if you can get your spouse to come to church, sure. get them to come to church, I'm not saying that, but like don't use it as a, like a weapon or a yeah. bargaining chip, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Because then they think that can actually cause more damage in the end. Yeah, I, to go back to the triangle analogy, I think marriages work better when we're both individually pursuing God. Mm -hmm. It brings us closer together. But like for the for the one who doesn't see the pursuit of God as something to do, and the one that does, your your job is not to try to get them to climb the triangle. Right. Your job is to continue to pursue and realize that the grace of God through you. You know, right. that's that's the, that's God's access point to yeah. your to your unbelieving spouse is your own relationship is not you don't have to be Billy Graham mm -hmm. and every and every night doesn't need to be an altar call. Mm -hmm. And like God doesn't God doesn't expect to, you know, mm -hmm. to, to mm -hmm. get him that way or get her that yeah. way. You yeah. know, I think that's huge. I do think, though, it is it is worth saying, like, there's anybody watching that's dating. You know, I, I yeah. Please speak to that. Yeah, I yeah. I've done and you all. Um, I know Dan and myself and Andy. We've done lots of weddings in the past, and I try to. I, I, I I'm aware of a lot of weddings that I did that that ended in in divorce, mm. and you know, to to the best of my ability, trying to to make sure that these these marriages are going to be set on a foundation. I could tell mm. that there was incongruence in you know faith values mm -hmm. and that this is going to be tough mm -hmm. but at the same time you don't want it you don't want to like deny somebody the opportunity to be married you're in love you yeah. know but i the older i get and the more i've seen you know a person of faith and a person not like my encouragement would be to to, to reconsider before you get into that Absolutely. honestly yeah. like to mm -hmm. to yeah to mm -hmm. to wait or date somebody who is aligned with that foundational piece mm -hmm. of yep. Christ at the center cuz mm -hmm. i think just marriage is ultimately designed marriage is a christian idea yep. I, I think at the end of the day mm -hmm. and it's designed to function with Christ at the center yeah absolutely yep. um they have a quote there uh about Jesus being at the center and 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 why that's so important i love it about if Jesus is not at the center can you read that one I don't see where you There's, uh, if Jesus, oh, is, not if Jesus at the center, is not at the center, then someone else will be. Yeah, that means Ooh. the husband or wife or kids will be vying for center stage. Marsha and I acknowledge Jesus is and should be the center, and we build everything around him, build on his wisdom, his solid rock. Yeah, mm. I think mm. that's that's huge. They they go on and they get practical. Let's jump into the practical stuff here. They they said uh, we decided we would build on the stability of Christ and His teaching. That doesn't mean we did it perfectly, but we did we did do it intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and we made these values sacred in our marriage. By sacred, we mean they are set apart from everything else in our marriage and family, and they are revered, cherished, the top priority. 
they serve as our family code. And they, they outlined a few values that I thought were probably worth talking about. Mm -hmm. um, the first one is just this idea of spending daily time with God. And I think they mean that as individuals. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I think they. I don't think they do it together. No. They do it each on their own. Yeah, and I think it's that individual pursuit. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of up the triangle. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I'll see you at the top. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. I, I love when I know you. You've been in the Word. I think it's made a massive difference in our marriage that I've been doing the reading through the Bible in a year, starting yes. in January. <laughs> You're like, yes. No, it has. Um, but it didn't just, it's not just helping me, it's helping us together. Because sure. mm -hmm. I think I'm a different person when I'm in the Word every day. You are. And I, me it too. helps me, and that therefore helps our relationship yeah. as a whole. You, we, we stop. I think, I think if we can go to God first as individuals, then we don't go, we don't go to our spouse to be God. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. or to, to, do, to do something that God is meant to do for us. Yeah. Because and and, then you're putting, yeah. you're putting an unbearable, um, unfair weight on your spouse to mm -hmm. accomplish things for you that they yeah. can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's been mm -hmm. huge for us. And mm -hmm. Like our marriage is better when we're both in a good space yeah. as individuals with Definitely. the Lord. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. And I love, they, they, they put James 4 in there about what, what causes fights and quarrels among you. Mm -hmm. And then like ultimately it's the, the, the fighting and the dysfunction in your marriage, like 99% of it can be gobbled up with just your own your own humility before the lord will like yeah. dispel so many issues kind of sucks doesn't it when it comes like when you actually think about that like yeah. it's great <laughs> it's, it's so like oh uh, yeah. it's it is i want to blame it's, it on somebody else not on myself well and like that's the, that's the other gift another gift though of being married is like that god maybe you're not here to drive me crazy maybe you're here to drive me to him right you know, like yeah. like the things mm -hmm. that the things that like are so they're chafing me, but right, maybe there's really a deeper thing yeah. that you know God's God's wanting to use this tension or that situation or or you always or you never, right? Mm -hmm. And like the Lord is actually saying, actually that's an invitation mm -hmm. to the one who is always, mm -hmm. and you know, yeah. to work on and address what that's exposing and revealing in me. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's. It's such a hard perspective to have in the moment. Mm -hmm. This all, this whole it's conversation we're having right now is hard but good. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just like this is yeah. hard stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like good marriages just don't come together easy. And but, frankly, good character doesn't come together easy. I think mm -hmm. like looking at conflict, when you get back to that, and the whole building on conflict as mm -hmm. opposed to like, okay, we handled that. Right. Know, right? Like because building, that builds a a better foundation mm -hmm. when you see the conflict as a way to build on your marriage. Yep. And mm -hmm. like we decided early, we were going to be honest with each other. We're not going to hide things. We're not going to, you know, like um, keep secrets right. mm -hmm. from each other. Mm -hmm. And so we've always we've always done that so yeah. that when when, you know, kids come and you have less time to talk and those kind of things happen, then you know, we always knew that, okay, we got to make sure the that... catching up with each other was not just about small talk. Right. It was right. keeping keeping things up to date, right? Yeah. It right. was sharing things that we felt like we, each other needed to know. Right, so the foundation yeah. was what are those intentional things yeah. that we wanted to do even as a young couple, even before kids came, yeah. so that when the kids came and it became even more challenging to have quiet time, like, 
our first kid got up so early. I, Lord, yeah. I can't get up any yeah, earlier. Like, right out of the water. Like, yeah. I just, I will not be able to function. So, God, <laughs> you're going to have to somehow, yeah. how, how do I spend time with you? I couldn't, I couldn't get up before five. Yeah. He got up at five. Like, so, yeah. you know, so God just was like, you know what? We're going to do life together, just you and me. And, and that's what it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. he would speak to me in different ways, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, and, and I spent time with him, but, but I didn't like say, okay, it's got to look like this. Yeah, yeah. that's that's right. that's really powerful for some so, young moms out there yeah. to really yeah. hear what Linda uh -huh. just said because yeah. I remember that so clearly mm -hmm. that you really struggled with that. Mm -hmm. Like, am I letting God mm -hmm. down? Da, da, da. And you had just read this article by somebody who suggested that just right. learn to talk with God while you're doing this or that task, mm -hmm. and that was like that blew your mind. Right. And so, just that's yeah. such a great mentoring tip for yeah. anybody mm -hmm. like right. just don't mm -hmm. god isn't disappointed with the young mom who can't right. seem to find the yeah. time to get mm -hmm. up early yeah. anymore mm -hmm. yeah. he knows it's hard yeah, yeah he's right. yeah right. he really gets it and, yeah. he, and he's on your side to open up another opportunity yeah right you and so. all of those are things to build on yeah so that when yeah. we're reaping the benefit of that now right, right. yeah well right. and and you, you actually I, I vividly remember and I, I don't have a great memory but like you helped dan you helped me a lot um you probably don't even remember saying it, but I, I remember when, when our first two kids, like we have three and the third came along later. But so like our real waking up to being a parent, you know, happened pretty close together and all that. And I can remember just, I don't know whether I was venting to you or just saying like, I suck at life. I'm a terrible human. I'm a terrible husband. I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible pastor. I just like, I'm just holding on by it. And like you said, you know, this is this is a season to give yourself a lot of extra grace right mm -hmm. like to give yourself give your Good. spouse mm -hmm. just a ton of extra grace because it's mm -hmm. just like extra extra yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know yeah. and it's it, and that helped me a ton it's like yeah. okay <laughs> if not always you feel like you're like in this. a fog you are, you are. <laughs> totally it doesn't like, fit in that nice it's little just box find yeah. your it's i think the biggest thing is like don't don't think you've got to you know Rome wasn't built in a day, and if mm -hmm. if you can just be intentional for what it looks like in in your season, mm -hmm. and if that means you know you're 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 going to bed early and you don't have the same amount of time as you did before you had kids, you, you find your pockets and realize God God is so gracious, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and God knows that He sees your heart. Like if the only time you have to talk to Him when you have babies is when you're driving in the car. Talk yeah. to him when you're driving in the car yeah. out loud with your baby mm. screaming in the back seat. Like yeah. he sees yeah. your heart. He yeah. sees totally. that you're talking to him. You're making the effort. Mm -hmm. He knows you don't have time to get up at five in the morning and sit yeah. down for an hour devotional. You know, yeah. or yeah. be the the mm. after. You know, like everybody's in bed. I always fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just sheer God, gosh, I love you. Right? Oh, yep. again. <laughs> yep. You know what though? I. I, I I had, I, it was you, I think it might have been Andrew Maves, though. He's like, oh, there's nothing better than falling asleep on God. <laughs> that sounds like, like Andrew Maves. Yeah, like yeah. just like yeah. does. Yeah. That's, but what, uh -huh. but what, like, father right. doesn't love their kid falling, so, so comfortable with them, yeah. doesn't love yeah. their kid falling asleep yeah, with them. Yeah, that's good. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something, too. It's like, God, God doesn't mind you saying goodnight, as long, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. acknowledge mm -hmm. him and, and yeah. try yeah. and... Mm -hmm. You know, he's 
he's a, he's your dad the same way you're you know mm -hmm. yeah. a, a yeah. father. That's, yeah, that's, good. that's the word, yeah. guys. It's like you got to look at it seasonally. Like right. for yeah. all the like, for some young moms out there, young dads too that need like mm -hmm. need to hear that and that mm -hmm. reach right now. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. give yourself some grace in that season. You're like we're just now right. getting to the place. Probably our kids are nine and seven, where it's like we're just like. For the first time in about nine years, it's, getting, it's starting to get a little bit easier to carve out some of that quiet time yeah. mm -hmm. in our house and in our own lives, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and like Mel was saying, like God created those snot-nosed little pukes yeah. just like the rest of us, right? Yeah. So he gets it. Yeah. He understands yeah. it. Love you yeah. kids, right? But yeah. he, he understands. Like it's, yeah. it was the design, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's find the pockets and give yourself the grace and mm -hmm. look at it seasonally. And if, I, I think too, maybe like if you've got if you've got the desire in there, like you were saying, Linda, like mm -hmm. if you feel that tension of oh, am I doing good enough with this? Right. That that's that's a really healthy thing to even have because you're you're aware of it, right? And you have the mm -hmm. desire for mm -hmm. it, and like God's gracious mm -hmm. to meet you there. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They they talk about so spending time like with God daily, and then they talk about worship God together weekly. They talked about like the value of mm -hmm. weekly worship as a family, mm -hmm. and I thought that was that was huge. But just yeah. that rhythm, that rhythm of, of worship. And we noticed mm -hmm. just even over the, the year of pandemic and stuff, just like how much we missed and, okay. and frankly, how much strength we missed and our kids missed, missed that, yeah. that mm -hmm. coming, actually coming to church and gathering mm -hmm. as the people of God. Like we're grateful for online and being able to do that at home, mm -hmm. but there's no substitute for, there's something even just about the rhythm of of go and the, yeah. the process of going and we all know you know when you try to get ready to go to church mm -hmm. all hell breaks right it just mm -hmm. does but mm -hmm. there's something about that that 45 minute or an hour uh preparation and the 15 minute pilgrimage you know <laughs> that's why the jews had the song of ascents right like there's something about the dispositioning yourself in a place of pursuit together that I think reaps huge mm -hmm. reward, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you do see the, man, the families that come, they're, they're the Christmas and Easter, you know, they come for Christmas and they come for Easter, yeah. you know, you're missing that rhythm of the stability that comes from mm -hmm. weekly worship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, what advice, what advice would you have for families like with, with the struggle to get there, you know, mm -hmm. the, the war? Yeah, wow. That's, Keep that's pursuing and don't give yeah. up. I remember driving in the parking lot and our firstborn would cry when I drove in, when we drove in the parking lot because he knew he was going to the nursery. Like he recognized <laughs> the yeah. yeah, he knew. Right? And you just, there are times Whoa. when you just felt like, why do I bother? Like I might as well stay home because yep. I'm going to be in there with them. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it was just like, no, I need this. Yep. Just mm -hmm. as, and they need it just as much, right? It yeah. was that consistency. Push through, yeah. They really mm -hmm. needed it too. Yeah, it's tough for everybody in that sense. Like it it, is. It's, it's a real thing. I, I'd like to throw this in there. You can help each other out uh, in. I, I, people, people tend to do this. You come into worship, and maybe you've been cranky all morning. Here you are. You're showing up. Give each other space to, to worship anyway. I think it's easy to judge each other. Once in a while, I'll see a couple come in. I don't want to make everybody nervous now. Who comes to my worship? Who is it? Who is it? I'll see, I'll see a couple come in, and it's obvious they're not getting along, just the way they're treating each other as they come into the service. And I get it. It happens to everybody. But I'll, my heart kind of breaks for them as I see them struggle to enter into the worship. And I just would like to announce, proclaim, mm -hmm. you're not faking it if you go ahead and, and get involved in the worship, even if you've been a crank all morning. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, worship is about coming in and just 
shedding all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Try not to judge each other when you. Well, look at you worshiping. Yeah. Wow, you, you certainly you were just worshiping swearing forty-five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Like, just really let yeah. that go. Yep. Like, yeah. that's not what coming to worship is about. It's not. Totally. You know, mm -hmm. worship is only for people who who really have their thing together. No, it really is for all of us, whether we think we do or don't. And so I just want to just encourage couples, try not to have judgment toward each other yeah. as you come into worship. You both need to be there. You both need to come as you are in it, Yeah. Mm -hmm. whether you're well-behaved or not. Yep. And that, hopefully that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And, sure. and fight that good fight, like, especially with kids, like you kind of, you touched on that, mm -hmm. but even mm -hmm. no matter what age your kids are, like that's something that I have a conversation with parents quite a bit is... And like, especially when their kids start to get a little older, like, do I, do I force my kids to come to church if they don't feel like it? Right. Like, do I make them come to church? And I, like, heck yes, you do. Yeah, like, sure. you, um, like, church is the only thing for some reason that the enemy has been able to turn around that, like, if I, if I give any sort of guidance or if I lean in here or if I make a call and say, no, this is what we do, this is who we are, this is what we do as a family, that the enemy is going to be able to use that for, like, yep. with, like, negative feeling towards the church or maybe like who they will become in God and that sort of thing. But like with church is the only thing that we do that with. We don't say, mm -hmm. oh, you don't feel like going to school? Right. You don't need to go yeah. to school. Yeah. Or like, oh, like you, like your middle schooler doesn't want to come to, yeah. to church. Well, yeah, because they could hang out and play Fortnite while you're at, mm -hmm. at church. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. no, fight. like I think it's fight that yeah. good fight because yeah. it's like, that's a, that's a battle that like, I think we're called to as parents yeah. mm -hmm. is to... Well, and that, that kid that was crying in the parking lot not wanting to go to nursery is a pastor now. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Well, that's, exactly. that's what I was just going to say. How many of us in this yeah. circle right now were forced to go to church? 100%. Oh, every mind. week. And my twice church sucks. Twice a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Like, right. My church, I love oh. it. I love we it. didn't have all the things we <laughs> have. That was before PVRs. Like, you yes. missed TV while you were at church, it was over. I yes. Yes. My mom said, God will take you any way you come, no matter what you wear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I would get dressed in the morning <laughs> as a teenager mm -hmm. and she'd be like, you're going no matter, what, even in yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to tell us what the yeah. outfit was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My parents made me go. They made me no. go to youth when it was yeah. terrible. Yes. They yeah. made me go. And like, I'm, I am grateful for mm -hmm. it. And I think, I think the thing I would, I would communicate to, to everybody listening is the win isn't what happens at church or how it how church was the win the win is the practice and the discipline of going that mm -hmm. you know as for me and my house we will serve the lord and that's yeah. what this looks like mm -hmm. and it's yeah. building infrastructure in your home it's building infrastructure in your spiritual life yep. and so like whenever i see like especially the young couple you know Mom, mom comes in with the car seat. Dad's still parking the car. The service is 35 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. And they they come rolling in, and I see that, and I'm not annoyed by that. I'm like, yeah. you freaking won. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that, Absolutely. that, like you missed you most up. of my sermon. You missed most of the music, but, but you, you got, got here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take that, Satan. Yeah. Like yes. that's yeah. that's yeah. like mm -hmm. uh, I just fight the good fight on that, and fight yeah. fight the enemy, and fight your kids, and yeah. fight your feelings, and fight the forces of your life and it will reap a reward mm -hmm. mm. yep. for your family so yeah. i think that's huge that's setting that in them too in your kids so even if they say they don't want to go they're teenagers they don't want to do it when they get older and they have children yep. they're going to remember okay my parents brought me every mm -hmm. week they're going to have that foundation and then yep. they're going to start taking yep. their kids because yep. that's mm -hmm. how they grew up that was put in them yes. when they were a child. They and value what was valued. Mm -hmm. Yeah, eventually they'll look mm -hmm. back on that and mm -hmm. see it as a win and a value add to their life, yes. not as an obligation, right? Yeah. And I think it's really important to note too, like especially right now or 
coming on the tail end of COVID and like online church is an option now too, right? So yeah. it's, now it's a thing to say, well, I still go to church, but I'll just turn on the TV kind of thing and the kids can do their thing. We'll have that. And that's a, that's a great option. And COVID has showed us that's a great option. But I still feel like there's a real discipline, like you were saying, Brent, and actually winning and showing up and mm-hmm. putting that in yeah. and being mm-hmm. together in community. It's like if COVID taught us anything, if it taught me anything for the first time in my life, staying home and doing church online for the first time ever in my entire life is like, like online churches is a great option, but it's like it's like going to Harvey's and having a Harvey's burger. Yes. The difference of going to having to a steakhouse and having like a nice, you know, hand formed <laughs> patty with black Angus beef. Yes. Like those right, are like, Andy. like exactly. you can't even compare those. <laughs> That's such things. a you know man I mean? analogy. No, it is it is <laughs> true. But you know what I mean? And even the people who yeah. like like did online church the best, you know, yeah. like I think of our friends Micah and Katie, like yes. they really they were like, their family was like one of the few families that I know actually sung during worship. In yeah. The yes. Yes. yeah. You know, they really did. Yes. But even even them who did it the TV best, show. I think, are, you know, they're saying we can't wait to, mm-hmm. to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's like that, that discipline and the, the not, there's no substitute for it. Mm-hmm. A couple more and we get, we're getting, we're getting on in time mm-hmm. here, but uh, they talked about their finances. Mm-hmm. And uh, so question on the finances are the number one thing like that. Like, I know we did a survey a couple of years ago when we did a marriage yeah. series and the number, yep. the number one issue mm. was money. Yep. You know, what mm. would you say to the couple who was being torn apart because mm. of financial struggles? Mm. Mm. Wow. Again, don't ignore it. Yeah. yeah. Like you when you start to, it's easy with finances, just like other things to like pretend that it's not there and, and keep going on with life, but it catches up with you. And yeah. mm-hmm. like, don't don't ignore it. Yeah, put your money together too. Like I don't, I've yes. heard you say that yeah. before, Brent, many times. Yep. It's just I I can't imagine trying to do it and keeping those things separate. And I know mm-hmm. some people say it, it works better that way. And mm-hmm. but it's just you gotta you gotta be together in all things if it's gonna work. And so trying to keep those two things separate it makes it easier to try and like hide something or shelter yeah, something don't like talk about it don't yeah don't let it mm-hmm. full transparency become secret yeah Un- unity i think though is the mm-hmm. ultimate like yeah. like that it's ours that's the first starting yeah. point like the mm-hmm. first question i would ask anybody is do you have one bank account right yeah or like or like mm-hmm. functionally anyway yeah. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. um i have told couples i will not marry you until you tell me you're merging your finances because you yeah. can't you, mm-hmm. you're the two are becoming mm-hmm. one and if if the money is the one thing that we ultimately mm-hmm. It's treasure, yeah. right? And if you can't say this is now our treasure, mm-hmm. you know, a house divided will not stand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you are you're it's you are setting yourself up for a disadvantaged relationship mm-hmm. if you aren't you seeing it as our money, you know. And I yeah. think I think yeah. that's a huge yeah huge piece. Yeah, and well, don't be afraid mm-hmm. to ask for help if you need help either, right? Like I think I a lot of young people, you know, get married and they get into it and 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 realize pretty quickly, oh, I don't. I don't know anything about managing money, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And then so you get your first credit cards and you start like doing that. And like, if you need some help, like ask somebody you know and love. Everybody's got yeah. somebody in their life no that same. is good with money, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That you know, and ask them for help and like put together a budget. Like a guy like mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey even has like the free software and classes you can take that like teach mm-hmm. you how to like start budgeting. And like mm-hmm. for us, it's been one of the things that we realize is like when we manage that well, it just it alleviate like there's an underlying stress that's there when it's not properly mm-hmm. managed and addressed, mm-hmm. right? And when it is properly managed and addressed, it mm-hmm. changes the the mm-hmm. entire game. And sometimes yeah. it's just being willing to yeah. sit down together, put the work in to mm-hmm. say, okay, how are we handling this? And being willing to ask for help. Mm-hmm. When we yeah, that. yeah. I want to say something that's going to sound very religious, and so I want to preface it by saying, I'm not good with money. 
I need to say that. Yeah. That's the part that's not religious. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, uh, in our the way it works is that uh, I do handle our money. We talk about it. We keep it. We mm -hmm. keep it before each other. But I wanted to say this: that God wants God wants to be invited into your finances. Like mm -hmm. he wants to partner with you in it. Mm -hmm. And I know it probably doesn't seem very spiritual, but your your finances, God wants to partner with you in that. And I can say hands down that our hope, what we have clung to our whole mm -hmm. marriage, because we both love to adventure and I love to spend money <laughs> and, and we love to just go for for life. Our, all the way along, it's been knowing God is in our finances because we give. Yeah. Like right from day one, mm -hmm. we made we had the habit of giving every time we got paid, every time we received yeah. money, we would give a portion of that. Mm -hmm. And we didn't do it because with God needed our money. Mm -hmm. We did it because yeah. we wanted God in yes. our finances. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just the confidence of knowing, no matter what decisions we made, no matter what the result looked like, even if it didn't look great, well, hey, at least God's still here. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, awesome. Like, and we knew he was going to hold up his end, and he always has. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. he's always come through for us. And that really mm -hmm. has been our saving grace over all these decades, yeah. is, mm -hmm. is that right there. God, it isn't about giving to God as if he needs your money. Mm -hmm. It's he wants to be invited into helping you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you need help with your finances, invite God in first. Yeah. And you yeah. do that by give, by involving him. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's been that's been our our story for sure. Like mm -hmm. we and I think there's always probably going to be one person that has more at first to to quote unquote lose in bringing your finances together. Because like when we got mm -hmm. married, you gave me uh, an RN, you know, a registered nurse job, you know, you, you and I gave you a lot of debt. <laughs> yes, you did. You're welcome. <laughs> right. And, but, yes. but we merged that. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and and immediately we we tithe. We've always tithed right. and then been generous on top of when that. When we had no money and when we had yes. money. Yes. Yeah, it good. didn't oh, matter absolutely. what our financial state was. Mm -hmm. We always yeah. gave, even when we had nothing. Yeah. Really. And, and that's yeah. and that's never been a, a, there's never been room for a wedge financially to be between us. We definitely mm -hmm. see money different like most couples, right? You're the break yes, on the I'm gas. Yes, I'm frugal. Yeah. No, you're cheap. I'm frugal. I'm, I'm frugal. <laughs> you're cheap and I'm strategic. <laughs> you are, no, you're the spender and I'm the it's, it's, quarter. Call it, it's called it's called it's called faith. Okay. <laughs> in certain yeah. areas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we've never like it's never deteriorated too far because mm -hmm. we a we see it as our money and b it mm -hmm. starts with it starts in God's hands. And we yeah, discuss right. everything, whether we agree or not. We yeah. always have to come to a compromise mm -hmm. because it's our money, mm -hmm. not yours. It's not mine. It's right. ours. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And God's at the center. Yeah, and I, I that think guides everything. The tithe, like if I could convince some, like I guarantee if there are people that are watching tonight that are struggling financially, if you can check the box of we've, we have, it's our money, we've brought it together and yeah. we've, we've put God first in it. Mm -hmm. You can check those two boxes. 98, 99% of your problems mm. from a financial standpoint yep. will, go, will go away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the other, the other ones that still remain are more just, they're more just habitual and just wisdom that you can get from the Dave yep. Ramseys or the financial mm -hmm. planners or yep. talk to somebody who's good mm -hmm. with money, mm -hmm. you know. But yes. the foundational pieces are, it's ours, and then ultimately, it's his. Mm -hmm. And if you've, yeah. if you've set those foundations, you can't lose. You really mm. can't. And yep. it's, 
It's huge. Well, guys, we've, we've taken this, uh, this quite away here. They, uh, a couple more quotes, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, they talked about just, you know, not just their, their faith non-negotiables, but they had family non-negotiables as well. Some things they do as a family. I thought it'd be fun mm. to kind of end on. You know, they gave their values. They talked about uh, togetherness. Mm. They value that, and they try to work, to work for that. So they, they do date night and family night on the regular. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys, do you guys practice those things like uh, pretty regularly, date night, family night? Is that yeah, a thing? Yep. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think for us it's always been Fridays because we're we've been off on Fridays and typically, and so that's uh, it's not every single week, but a lot of times it's Friday like date day for us, and mm-hmm. like do it that way. And the kids are in school mm-hmm. on Friday mornings kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then we can kind of do our do our own thing or go on our breakfast mm-hmm. date or something. Yeah, but we all, go ahead. All of our kids are are adults, which is I don't even know how we got here, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my soul. Yeah. But what's so fun is we still date our kids. You still like date our, like, your kids? Yeah, like our, our kids still invite us out individually awesome. or even yeah. together. Family well, stuff. see, when they were kids, every week they each got a date with, well, because I was away a lot. Yeah. Like every week I took them out for yeah. you know, McDonald's yeah. and dollar store and pet yeah. store or whatever. <laughs> um, yes. And uh, if Sarah's watching right now, she knows the routine completely down. <laughs> but, um, but even still... Like on a, on a weekly basis, the mm-hmm. two that live locally, I'm we're together yeah. with them every week individually, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. so they still do that, thinking, well, don't families do this? Yeah. Like, yeah. so it just became a habit, and mm-hmm. so it was together family time, but it was also yeah. taking time with each child, right, yeah. to go yeah. do something, even and, if it was just a short. And thing. us having date nights. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. Yeah. I, I would probably tell people too on the on the date night piece is. Determine, determine for you what you guys like. Like, because yeah. I see some people doing these like lavish every week, just a big date. Oh, we do yeah. that. We do that yeah. from time to time, but we kind of prefer Netflix and chill. We'd because we're so yeah. busy during the week. <laughs> <laughs> You're so busy during the week that we just want to have yes. a night where we don't we have just, to go anywhere, yeah. don't have to do anything. Order we just are lazy yep. together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But we found what we like and what mm-hmm. feels like a deposit. Yeah, it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. just have lots of sex. I think that's the biggest, <gasps> biggest thing I would Somebody say. Preach. Especially the homes with a sexy box. <laughs> yes. Everybody's going to get a sexy yes. box. So. Yes. No, I think, I think the val- I, legitimately, and then this is probably another discussion we could have. We, we, we don't want to open up a whole uh, Pandora's or sexy box here, but... Um, you know, the value of togetherness that like sex is a mechanism that, that actually is creative. Mm-hmm. It actually creates togetherness. Yep. It's not just the, something you do because you feel mm-hmm. right. the feelings It actually mm-hmm. creates. Yep. It's literally you generate them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honey, let's build, let's build some togetherness. <laughs> right. So <laughs> anyway, it's a good word. Moving on. Yes. They talk. <laughs> what other ones? There are other ones. I'll just read them off. They talked about the value of speaking the truth and love. No pretense, which they talk about more next week. Uh, gumption. Uh, like just the one. idea of like having goals together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I do. I, when I first read that, I was like, nah, but now I, like I do see the value and like you got you all of the all of us as couples do have like ministries and and the value of partnering together when something bigger than yourself is yeah. is is significant so it's cool they put mm-hmm. that and then they talked okay. about um just the value of blessing others what other mm-hmm. pro tips before as we're wrapping her up mm. of like hey this has been really helpful for us do you guys have any like or what are your non-negotiables 
Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's a better way to Another put way it. Another way of mm -hmm. saying it. Sounds a little more important than pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> pro tips. We talked about that actually because a lot of the ones were very similar to what Kevin's and Marshall's were, and we yes and amen to all those. But having fun was a big mm -hmm. one for us, for mm -hmm. us yeah. in our relationship and in our yeah. family. Like it's a, it's a huge value for us in our household. And Carrie's been awesome with, with me for that. So a lot of people like, might look at me and go like, oh man, he's like the super fun one. But I'd be, I'd be oftentimes like just when I have downtime, I'd be more apt to just, just relax or chill or not be super creative with that. And then Carrie's very experience-based. And so a lot of times she's like, oh, let's do this or let's take this adventure or let's try this. And mm -hmm. it always is, always is awesome. And like it's, it's rubbed off on me and it's rubbed off on our kids. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, it's been, it's been really cool to have that as a, as a core value for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, Something yeah. that I really appreciated was, um, when life was crazy and the kids were, we, and the kids were all, you know, and we had them all, um, that Dan was always studying something having to do with being a dad. Mm -hmm. And there would be parts to that that he really enjoyed. And he'd, he'd, he'd pick out a part of the chapter that he knew that would help me. So I didn't feel like, because I wasn't, going to be able to sit there and read a whole book sometimes mm -hmm. but he would say this is this is where the boys are right now and this is what they need from me but this is this is how they see you and I was like oh that's awesome mm -hmm. right because it would switch because you know I I was he was the wrestler and I was the activity coordinator <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah. right uh, he was the one who put the pull-ups on his head and acted out Bible stories. Yes, he did. <laughs> you know, and that kind I don't of do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, Fair day. can we close yeah. with that? Yeah. Especially Moses. Yeah, wait a second, Moses. <laughs> but oh, I feel like you, I feel like the Telegraph Journal will post an article with that picture of you and yes. you get canceled. Imagine that white but white male. That'd be fun for be. me because it's so unusual for me to get canceled. But that always meant a lot to me. It was you know he was always thinking what I. What I could, what would encourage me as a mom, right. mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and yeah, and awesome. even you know as the kids got yeah. older, yeah, you know, he was always yeah. he wasn't always thinking about what, how you fed yourself, but you, yeah, you also gave me things to think about too. Yeah, we would do that for each other. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I think probably even to turn that into into a non-negotiable, it's mm -hmm. almost philosophical. But I think right from the start, we always believed and fought for each of us having space in our home like each of us was important like mm -hmm. it wasn't mm -hmm. just important that I knew how to be a good dad mm -hmm. it was that yeah, I was yeah. helping you yeah. be a good mom team. we were teamed together but just right. like making space for each other that you're both mm -hmm. equally as important as the other right mm -hmm. nobody was the one doing all the explaining mm -hmm. and all the listening the other person but it was just that mm -hmm. mutual respect of Helping each other get better, I think. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's when we're at our best, we're doing that. Mm -hmm. That te I guess, te teamwork. teamwork. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. You know, and when we're at our worst, it's, it's <laughs> you know, what did you say to them? <laughs> 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 yeah. So. Do you mind if I throw one more thing on? I'm yeah. trying to wrap Absolutely. up. Absolutely. No, it's But good. I just think for, for anybody who knows Linda and I, this might be interesting for you to know this. Um, Right from the start, we happen to believe the Bible teaches that, that I should be the leader because I'm the husband. Like, anybody can, speaking of being canceled, there we go. We'll, you know, see how it goes. <laughs> but, but that's the way we've always lived. And yet, if any of you know Linda, yeah. you know, 
she's you know she's a challenge a. to lead, <laughs> right? And at personality wise, <laughs> it would flip. Personality wise, she would more naturally be the leader in our home. Mm -hmm. And just to all the dads out there that might be in the same boat that I'm in, that doesn't let you off the hook. Right. Like you have to learn to lead, and you can. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and we had lots of conversations on that early on. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't think you want me to lead you. And then you had the opportunity to explain to me what that was really like for you. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like for any mm -hmm. couple out there who struggles with that, like husbands who feels the pressure to lead and yet personality wise, it might not come naturally to you. There's a lot of hope yeah. in that. Mm -hmm. it's, and it's worthwhile having the conversation, talking about it candidly. Um, I just wanted to encourage some, mm. some dad out there yeah. who needs to know that. Maybe you're more naturally the follower. Uh, your, wife, your wife might not want, act, she might not actually want to be in charge. And it's worth having that conversation to say, would you like me to be able to lead more? Would you like, you know, could we talk about that? Yeah. How do you feel about my leadership in the home? Yeah. You know, uh, it's a healthy conversation to have. I know it probably sounds a little eccentric in some situations because a lot of couples it's more naturally that the husband's going to lead anyway. But I think there's couples who are suffering under that that need to have that conversation. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think ultimately it's about responsibility mm. and, and owning, owning what you need to own. But like, I think I, if I could say this, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you aren't in, intimidated by Linda's natural strength, right? right? Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah. it's actually seeing your job as setting her free to be strong in what she's yes. strong in yep. and you being strong in what you're strong yeah. in. And it doesn't have to. Yeah. Thanks. This That's is, really good. This yeah. is a whole exactly. other conversation for another day. Yeah. But like the, the Bible is very clear about, you know, male and female and gender, but it doesn't give a lot on, on specifically what masculinity and femininity look like right. and what that dynamic is. And like right. that can take a, a variety and we might've done ourselves a disservice by saying that the dude's going to be the breadwinner and the the wife's mm -hmm. going to be the like that's that's a way right. too way too superficial view even from a biblical standpoint yeah. of of how that's supposed to work yeah. together mm -hmm. yeah but. and you really hit on exactly the way it's worked out for us mm -hmm. it has been my leadership is actually empowering linda to feel mm -hmm. safe to go after everything she wants to go after yep. mm -hmm. Like I don't have to go first on everything. Right. It's it's yeah. That's all. Awesome. It took us a while to figure that out, and it really has paid off. It's worth well, the conversation. It's gonna be helpful, help yeah. for a lot of people. Yep. Well, guys, thank you. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. That was a ton of fun to talk about hollow Easter bunnies and values and having lives that will stand up to the pressure of life. Life's hard, isn't it? Well, thanks again for tuning in. If you could help us get the word out, let's get this from dozens to hundreds to thousands of listeners i would appreciate it hey share it let somebody know about it give it a like give it a review whatever you got to do help us get this platform out there we'd sure appreciate it and we'll see you next time